Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And if you're one of our Patreon or new Apple podcast subscribers as of this week, this is your extended ad-free version of the show. Thank you to Mark Bouge. Oh, Berg Bouge. You know who you are. I'm apologizing for not being able to pronounce your surname. But thank you, Mark and Tarek Fidel, who are among the many people supporting us directly. And for the price of a couple of coffees a month, you can join them and get access to our full ad-free show. Listen live, chat with us as we record, and get our exclusive show, Extra Message. Find out more at uktechshow.com forward slash subscribe. Now, it's been an arresting week at Ian's unlawful emu petting zoo, so he is away to spend time with his remaining freedoms. Uh, But in his place is a woman who's as free as she is confined to wedlock, my nerd in crime and wife, Kate Langson. Hello, wife. Hello. Now, you haven't been on the show for a little while, have you? When was the last time you were on here? Months ago. Pre-lockdown. Was, wasn't it? I'm surprised no. we've not started doing a podcast together in lockdown. We were mm. talking about doing a snail, giant African land snail show, weren't we? I think you talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Well, if you were one of the people on the three mobile network in the UK this week, you may have received some spooky phone calls or indeed been the spook. The company confirmed that a bizarre glitch was causing calls to be routed to incorrect mobile numbers, meaning incoming calls arrived from complete and confused strangers, and outgoing calls were often met with baffled answers. Now, while this took place, the angry mobs of social media assumed it was a data breach, breach, possibly even a breach, but three confirmed this was not the case. Uh, But as of the time of recording, it hasn't given a specific reason other than to say on Twitter on the 19th of June, quote, we're now up and running again following yesterday's issues. We're really sorry for any disruption this may have caused you. And that followed a message on the 18th, which read, we're currently experiencing technical issues with some calls. Please accept our apologies if you've been affected by this. Our engineers are working hard to fix it. Check back here for updates. Now, a lot of the replies to this... uh, Actually, before I go on, Kate, you're not on three, are you? No. Who who are you with? BT. BT. Oh, okay. Is that because of me? Yeah, probably. Fair enough. Um, Well, some of the replies then from affected people um, include... I'm going to pick out a few here. Uh, uh, I've had five or six random numbers from mobiles... And two from landlines, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, all in the space of eight mins, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, explanation mark. Others include, I've had six different numbers call me over the past two hours, all of whom hadn't even called me. My phone went nuts when I was waiting on a crucial call. Another person said, I had 15 calls from numbers I didn't know in 15 minutes. Nobody there when I answered the phone. 
Uh, and another one who said, I received six calls and my mum had 10 random calls. When I call them back, they say they hadn't called. Quite worrying, really, for them to not know and everyone have their numbers exposed. Now, my theory initially <coughs> was that uh, this was ghosts ah. and ghouls. But it is weird because... <laughs> what would be their intention with that? What are they trying to do? Probably the same thing people who go to mediums expect them to do, which is to get in touch with relatives. Oh, so they're trying to put people in touch with other people. Is my guess. But, but just failing. Um, it wasn't ghost. It was apparently some kind of an internal routing problem, but we haven't got more details from three just yet. But what I really found interesting about this when I was doing the research is that I assumed people were dialing numbers and random people were answering, but that's not necessarily always been the case. It was sometimes that numbers of actual people were appearing to call another person, but there wasn't actually a person initiating that call. But when they called back they still got somebody who said they hadn't made the phone call. Oh. Which I think is really spooky. It is spooky. Like if, you have, if that happened to you 15 times a day... Yeah, well, that, 15 times in 15 minutes. Do you answer unknown numbers? No, that was what I was going to say, is all these, are these tweets from people that you read out. Yeah. So someone said, no one there when I answered the phone, and then someone said, when I call them back, they say they haven't called. Who are these people answering the phone to random phone numbers and calling random phone numbers. I don't know. I I like I know I'm a bit weird, but I don't answer the phone unless I know who's calling me. But you hate the phone. I hate the phone. Um, but I I yeah, I don't I don't like them. I tend to just assume that it's always somebody calling me in my role as a journalist because my number's out there. I'm not difficult to find. If if you want but to But I'm me. I'm nobody and I get random spam calls from local numbers and mobile numbers all the time and I, they could be real people because it's like a mobile number but I just ignore them and because the, if it's a real person they'll leave a message and in this instance they were real people but they were people who weren't actually in some cases trying to dial the number in the first place I just think that's really weird if you it get weird. all these incoming calls from a number and you answer and no one speaks mm. and then you call back to say WTF what's going on and they say sorry who are you like you called me six times no I didn't well you did on this number no no I didn't that'd be really freaky it would be freaky no I don't know what I'd do I mean I wouldn't call them back in the first place but no do you remember actually a few months ago we had that um you got an email notification from a Deliveroo in um, like Leeds yeah, or something. Yeah, that it, was weird. And it wasn't your credit card number. It was someone else's number. But they'd obviously just mistyped their email address. Yeah. And it was my really, really old email address. But didn't you try and call them? Didn't you send them a text? I texted them and I said, hey, you've just, sorry. Hey, you've just um, ordered a delivery or I think it was Just Eat or something like that. And you're probably not going to get notifications or I don't know if it's going to arrive or whatever because you've used my account but like I've Heads. tried to I tried to reset the password basically I think they had a password reset obviously they trying to get in and they couldn't and then I text them because their mobile number was coming up in their account which I could log into yeah but they didn't text me back so I think that would have freaked it would have freaked them out probably a little bit would yeah. have freaked me out. I was very polite. I was very like, hi, 
this is really weird, but I I can get into your Just Eat account because you've used my email address and I tried to reset your password for you, but like you're probably not going to get your food. <laughs> I but you should you could have replied and said I really hope you enjoy your two battered sausages, one large <laughs> and one small portion of chips and a side of scraps. Yeah. I don't they know. didn't reply, so I felt like I hadn't helped them. Well, you've done the right. Me you, sad. You did, you did the right thing. Um, John in our live chat points out that uh, there is an option in the iPhone, and I assume in Android as well, where you can silence unknown callers, so they automatically just doesn't show them up, which is probably quite a good idea. Um, but the other thing that some people did point out was an issue um, is. Um, is that if somebody was using a recycled number, which I don't think this is, then it can affect your ability to get things like two-factor notification calls. And I looked into this because, again, that's not what was happening here. This was just an internal routing problem. But this does happen when people's phone numbers get recycled if they've been deactivated for a while. In the UK, um, they can be recycled um, within um, a few days, usually weeks, sometimes 60 or 70 days up to six months um, but that's not a very long time if you were a person who had a lot of incoming calls that's not a lot of time to elapse between your contract or your, can your, your number being effectively put out of use and then being reassigned to another person you know that's that could happen two times within a year if um, if it was the same number um, being being used I suppose more than two times in a year if it happened every I don't know mm -hmm. three months um, and but but that's not just the case here. This does happen in the US. Um, I found one example from last year. Uh, NPR had um, had covered this, and it was um, it was a woman who was getting calls for Elon Musk. Ooh. It turns out that um, the number that she had, I think she was like a a beauty therapist um, or, or something along those lines, and she was getting calls. There was one example here. Um, of a South African businessman asking to buy a thousand Tesla trucks, uh, and also the U.S. Uh, International Revenue Service, which is their HMRC, uh, was calling about a complicated tax issue. Um, uh, I love the idea that if you wanted to buy a thousand Tesla trucks, you would call Elon Musk and not, you know, the distributor manufacturer of trucks. Yeah, you just call the CEO. That's a totally normal thing to do. There's a um, there's a, a screenshot of a of one of her messages here that says um, so the incoming message said Elon question mark <laughs> she replies nope this person replies met with him last week and was given his number is this the foundation for him nope this is a 22 year old college student cell phone number who is this and in what context have you gotten this number I've been getting phone calls and texts for a couple of years now with people thinking I'm Elon and I've been wondering why the person replied was given your number but a friend of mine that claims to be friends with Elon Musk but if you just search your number on Google it shows up mm. that'd be pretty weird yeah that'd be fun kind of amazing um, you could have some fun with that couldn't you well, apparently quite a lot of people did. Well, if you want 1,000 Tesla trucks, send me X amount of money and I'll have them sent over. Hey, Mr. Musk, just wondering how I can purchase that ATV that you showed off during the Cybertruck reveal. Thanks. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, um, well, 3 has since fixed this issue, but it doesn't, of course, stop 
people who have their numbers recycled uh, from being used. Um, in fact, in our chat room, it's just been reminded to us the time that um, my old colleague Rory uh, from CNET, Rory Reed, uh, once got sent a mobile phone back. I think it was a reconditioned phone that he'd bought and it still had photos of the previous user's um, male member stored on it. Let's uh, let's say so. It can happen with hardware. It often happens with numbers, and in this case, it happened quite a lot to three. Um, if you were affected by any of these issues, of course, um, I'd love to hear some examples of how you dealt with the trauma. Send them to UKTechShow at iCloud.com, which I confirm has always been our email address, not Elon Musk's. BBC wrote this week that the Advertising Standards Authority named and shamed four celebrities it said repeatedly failed to disclose when their Instagram posts were actually advertisements. Uh, I've got the names here. They are Chloe Kahn, Jodie Marsh, Lucy Mecklenburg and Chloe Ferry. I don't know who, who are. Do you know who these people are? I know Jodie Marsh. I know Jodie Marsh. She a model. I she was a model, and then she was on. I want to say Big Brother or I'm a Celebrity, but I, don't, I think I might make that up. And now she's a bodybuilder. Ah. I looked them up. Chloe Ferry was on Geordie Shore, which is one of those shows that's like fake reality TV. Geordie um, jumpers. Um, and Chloe Khan. I think is similar in that she was like on the X Factor or something. Um, and then now she's just Instagram famous and has weight loss products. And Lucy Mecklenburg looks a lot more wholesome. Nick in our live chat says it's difficult to think of four people I could be any less interested in. Same. It's true. We're in that boat too. But I do like covering these stories um, because they do represent something that we all get exposed to a lot. And on this occasion, I am going to slightly side with one of their arguments. Mm. I'm going to be devil's advocate, but without on purpose, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, all four had previously been warned, apparently, about breaking advertising rules, the ASA said. And their naming and shaming is part of the ASA's new policy of listing repeat rule breakers on its website. ASA boss Guy Parker was quoted by the BBC as saying, it's not difficult, be upfront and clear when posts and stories are ads. And the ASA guidance for influencers says, you will need to make sure it's clear when you're posting about your own products or services. But Marsh, Jodie Marsh, told the BBC using the nutritional products that her business produced was a part of her life that she would naturally document on Instagram. Now, this is where I do slightly side with her on this, because if you are using your own product and you're and it's in your shot or you're talking about it and you're known for being the person for whom that like you made that product then should you be labeling everything as an ad because a lot of the time that's not going to be an ad and i think that was the case in this it's not like saying 
with with some of these, and usually is the case, is that it's an influencer with a very large audience has been approached and paid by a third party to say how great this product is and how they use it, and you include in their hashtag. Most of the ad. time, they don't even use the thing; they're just holding it up and saying that they do. So. But that's, I mean, whether they are or not, the whole idea, right, is that they're meant to be saying... This is an advert. This I've yeah. been paid. This post yeah. has been paid for. But, I mean, I was trying to think, well, what's the podcasting equivalent of something like this? Because if I go on... I was on This Week in Tech the other day, or when I go on DTNS, you know, there's always a point where you, you plug your own show. But it's not an ad. Mm. No one's going to say that's an ad. It is a promotion, but it's obvious that that's who you are that's what you're doing so she's saying the rules aren't always that clear and i think you know if a ceo of a company was talking about their brand all the time they're not gonna have to mm. label that as an ad no it's not it is, black and white it is a gray area um i'm wondering if it has anything to do with the fact that she's a personality and the company is separate yes and that if you if you have a company instagram profile it's kind of insinuated that you, all your posts are going to be promoting something but she's a person so you say but so the, then artists are people not necessarily companies and they promote their work and musicians and stuff so like yeah why aren't musicians getting told you can't promote your music. That needs to be an ad. So, like, it is a bit unfair. So you're saying the so that the ASA in this instance is determining well, for, you are known for being a person who plugs any any old tat that people pay. Mm. Therefore, any time you promote tat, even if it's your own, yeah. it has to be. An I ad. wonder if they're being singled out because of they are you know glamorous models who promote weight loss stuff I don't know that they're all doing weight loss stuff I know Jodie Marsh is and one of the other ones is um, it could be the nature of the audience itself, as well but, but then I also yeah. I sort of feel like the if you're aiming weight loss stuff at young girls which a lot of people do I think that's a whole separate issue that we could talk about but maybe they're cracking down on them because of that I think or, it could be it could be. It's certainly less harmful if you think about a band that's promoting its latest album. Yeah. It's not really going to harm anyone. Whereas, yeah. and I'm not saying that any of the people and any of the promote products they're promoting were harmful. I'm sure they were, they were perfectly legitimate products. But it has that knock-on effect. It's like with that filter conversation, isn't it? Like, there was, that, there was a big campaign to stop um, beauty influencers using filters. Yeah. Because it gives an unrealistic impression. Yeah. Um. John in our live chat says, uh, has a good idea, says, could they have a permanent watermark on their video saying this video contains product placement to cover their own backs? Mm. But if it was permanent and it was on all their videos, it's not always product placement. Again, I don't know. Is it product placement? Is it product placement I mean, when a band holds up a it's, CD? It's maybe it's the gray area because if you just come upon their profile you don't necessarily follow them or know who they are or know what their business is you might see Jodie Marsh drinking this weight loss health drink thing yeah and it might not be her product like it might be but it might not be so how does that ASA 
No. Do they have to have a list of all the celebrities and all their products? Like, that doesn't really work. If she comes up with 10 new products in a year, they need to differentiate between what's her product and what isn't and which ones are ads. So it's either one rule for all of them or... Yeah, I think that, I think it, right? I think you're right, and I, and I and I hadn't thought about it in the context of, of you know things like bands, but yeah. I I mean I see that all the time because I follow a lot of bands on on Instagram mm. and drummers, and I see that. But what about with your I mean you know for those unaware, Kate's job is as a designer and has a business that she works with and does a lot of design stuff. But you don't put ads when you're promoting your own cards no. and washing yeah. tapes and stuff do you that's yeah. why it's interesting because i obviously i'm not a company myself and i don't i like for the sake of argument i don't sell products myself i design products for someone else but i still promote her products because i work for her so am i doing ads for her like technically but i've got a business profile so does that make me exempt Mm. Or do they just not care because I only have 900 followers and not a million? Or does this count like, as an ad? I don't know. Oops, a daisy UK. <laughs> because, <laughs> you see, I mean, I don't know. This is a grey area. I mean, in the chat, someone's posted a link here. Sorry, I didn't scroll down. It's John, I think. Um, that apparently um, there had been some concerns about health claims made by one of the women um, that maybe just made them look harder at what they're posting in future mm. and that's certainly the reason why they name and shame on the website because they want to say hey look you can't you've got to make this these things clear we're going to keep our eye on you and i think part of the stipulation here is that if you have been named and shamed then you're that their eyes are kept on you for a bit longer yeah um but but i do agree that like whatever you're promoting the rules should be clear and i'm not convinced that on some of the occasions here they necessarily were it's a a rare example where I have a opinion that coincides with those of a beauty influencer. Yeah. Um, but um, brave new world, twenty twenty one, isn't it? <laughs> it's absolutely yep. crazy. Wife's doing a podcast with me. I'm agreeing with beauty influencers. Uh, with whom have you agreed, um, surprisingly, to yourself uh, this week? Uh, if you'd like to let us know, you can do so by sending us an email. UK Tech Show at iCloud.com. Uh, or you can join our Discord if you're one of our patrons and leave us your opinions while we record as you listen to <clears> us <throat> live. Well, we've got some feedback uh, just come in from Mark. Uh, he says, uh, just catching up on episode 240 and listen to you discussing live streamed theatre. Uh, this is this is um, provoked quite a response, actually. We had quite a lot of emails. Um, and Mark continues, I just thought you might be interested to know that at least the Globe Theatre, that's the one on South Bank here in London, kind of did this as part of their children's programme. My kids, he says, six and nine, attended a version of Romeo and Juliet back in February on Zoom, where about 50 families called in each for a live show. It was a format that was half acting, half storytelling, so they only had about one or two actors, but was very well done and is similar to a format of live show they did for kids before the pandemic. 
it was a great it was great live and we had organized to watch it with a couple of other families each in our own homes which worked surprisingly well looks like they might still be doing it if you want to read a bit more about it and uh, he's included a link um, to that at shakespeareglobe.com and I'll include a link to that in the show notes and thank you very much Mark and speaking of show notes actually if um, if you're one of our patrons I did a whole episode of extra message this week about the usefulness of show notes or lack thereof um, and if you want that or any of our other comments uh, my comments about uh, things we do behind the scenes you can get extra message by becoming a patron you get our extended version of the show and various other things you can listen live and also as of this very week we mentioned it at the top of the show we mentioned it on Twitter and on extra message as well we are now available to subscribe or buy subscription on Apple Podcasts you can get our extended ad free version now directly on Apple Podcasts separate to Patreon um, it's the same content but you're just getting it through Apple instead of Patreon so um, have a look at that in Apple Podcasts if you use that app and for everybody else you can get that as always by going to uktechshow.com forward slash subscribe well we are going to check in now with one mr tom Merritt and hear about what's been going on in the wider world of global technology this week this week on daily tech news show how microsoft won e3 with xbox game pass why working from home may not make you more productive but not less either apple apparently would like to become your primary health care provider a u.s bill would make it easier not to get tricked by free trials and why tiktok wants you to watch it on your television all that and much more at dailytechnewsshow.com. Thank you, Tom. And thank you, wife, Kate. You are welcome. It's been a pleasure. Would you like to plug anything? Um, I'm, I make cute little greetings cards. You can buy them. Um, my, uh, what's my website? Snailscribbles.com. Snailscribbles.com. Um, and my Instagram is snail underscore scribbles. And, and um, I'm very close to a thousand followers, so... So go and follow Snail follow underscore me. Scribbles on Instagram. Um, I'm extremely biased because I'm married to her, but uh, they are lovely cards. And uh, if you're in need of greetings cards, that's a good place to start. Snailscribbles.com. Thank you, Kate. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, if, we, if you uh, get our regular short version um, and want to get the long version, you will hear a thrilling story about Deliveroo couriers being trained to spot signs of human trafficking. We had an insightful discussion about that. Kate brought up a point that for some reason didn't occur to me even once, which is kind of embarrassing. Uh, but you can get that if you get our extended version. Um, and until next week, I think, when we will be rejoined by Mr. Morris, I hope you have a wonderful, safe, healthy, and overall happy week. Goodbye. Hi. Thanks for having me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.